0: Well, welcome today to St. Aidan's, and we're certainly happy to be here. And uh, my name is uh, Father Flannery with the, the Mission of St. Luke. And uh, because it's Memorial Day, we, I brought my church with me, so I hope that's okay. So I would say, those day la Misión de San Lucas se ponen de pie, vamos a darle una bienvenida. All right. Would, uh, All right. Well gracias, gracias. So, and by half of us made it out. We're used to an afternoon church. So but anyway, it was a good day. But thank you for coming on Memorial Day of all things. That's fantastic that you're here. This must really be the elite crew that's here. And um, and I know that people were really excited about my my sermon title today, what is it called? Keeping the commandments of God. All right. How's that going for you? All right. <laughs> How are you doing on those? If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. All right, doing all right on that one? Or how about go and sell all that you have and give to the poor and follow me? How's those going for you? Oh. Cómo se va con los mandamientos de Dios? Si su ojo derecho le causa ofensa, sácalo. Or si se quiere seguirme, Vende todos sus posesiones, le dan a los pobres, y me siguen. ¿Cómo les va? Con los mandamientos de Dios. <laughs> so so that's, our, that's our Spanish service. Jesse, Jessica, Jessica was real excited. She saw this short note. She said, oh, this is gonna go real quick today, but we have to say it in Spanish, so it's going be a little, longer, <laughs> a little bit longer. Whew, all right, so what is our relationship to the commandments of God? Jesus came to overturn all those traditionalists, those rule, rule-bound Pharisees. But then he gave commandments of his own, and they even seemed stricter. So, ¿cuál es nuestra relación con los mandamientos de Dios? Cristo Jesús vino para librarnos de la ley, para darnos libertad, pero me parece a veces que Él dejó unos mandamientos más duros que siguen los fariseos. Wow, so what are we going to do with this? In 2007, A.J. Jacobs came up with his very popular book, The Year of Living Biblically, one man's humble quest to follow the Bible as literally as possible. Has anyone read the book? este libro, es un libro que salió en 2007. un año de seguir la Biblia, literalmente. Siguiendo todos mandamientos. And what's kind of interesting, wasn't a Christian, it was agnostic. happened <laughs> to be Jewish. But uh, he saw in the Gallup poll that 33% of Americans felt we should take the Bible literally. And so he was a little suspect on that. He says, well, I'm going to try to do that. So él fue un autor, y él veía que hay muchos que creen que la Biblia debemos seguirlo literalmente, and so, he hizo la decisión for un año para seguir la Biblia, palabra por palabra. And so, for, for <laughs> it took him five months to read the Bible. He read, no, four months, sorry. So, for five hours every day, he read the Bible. It took him you know, five months to complete. And he wrote down all the commandments he came across. And so, él escribió todos los mandamientos que él pudiera encontrar en la Biblia por cinco meses. He came up with a list with 700 commandments. So, he una lista de 700 mandamientos que se encuentran en la Biblia. And so, I have to have a full confession. I didn't read the book either. <laughs> so, yeah, yo no he leído el libro tampoco. But I've heard about it through other books, and then I went to a TED Talk this week and kind of saw what the author had to say about it. So,. Uh, Some of the kind of, of course, it's it's kind of somewhat comical. Um, One of the things he decided, if I'm going to follow the Bible literally, one of the things I have to do, I have to stone an adulterer. So, una de las cosas que él decidió, que si yo voy a seguir la Biblia, literalmente, yo necesito apedrear un adulterio. And so, in his bag, and he wore biblical clothing, because you can't have mixed clothing, he had a bag, and he carried pebbles with him, just waiting until I can encounter an adulterer. (laughs) So, he had his in his bolsa, waiting to find an So, one day he was in the park, and he was talking to this older man. The older man was asking, Why are you dressed so strangely? What are you doing? He said, Well, this is my project. You know, I'm writing a book called Living the Bible. And, uh, and so, as they got talking about it, he said, Well, what are some of the things you have to do? He said, Well, one of the things I have to do, I have to stone an adulterer. So the 70 year old man says, "Well, I'm an adulterer." Um, so the de los que tiene que hacer, él estaba en un parque un día hablando con un anciano de que tiene 70 años, está notando porque está vestido tanto como sí, está, yo soy un proyecto y tratando de seguir la Biblia. ¿Cuáles son las cosas que hacen? Bueno, well, por una cosa necesito apedrear un adúltero. Y el, el anciano dijo, Yo soy un adulterio. And so A.K. <laughs> Jacobs took the stones out of his purse, or sorry, I'm sorry, his, his, his bag, showed it to them, said, This is what I have to use. And the old man grabbed the stones and threw it in his face and started running. And so he says, What luck! Now I can fulfill two commandments, stone at an adulterer and eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And so he threw stones at the adulterer. So that's kind of fun. So, so, uh, so, por fin, cuando llegó sus piedras, le enseñaron al anciano, el anciano lo, lo <laughs> agarraba y lo tiraron en, en su cara, so él pensaba, qué suerte, yo puedo cumplir dos mandamientos, unos para apreciar un adulterio, la segunda es para Diente por diente y ojo por ojo. So, por fin. So, so as you can tell, the book's kind of funny, right? El el libro is a little bit funny. But I don't think the commandments of God are probably too funny. Pero los mandamientos de Dios no son chistosos. Son serio. Lo que Jesús dijo, what Jesus said, and as, uh, you know, growing up in church, I was always more excited about the promises of God. I remember as a fairly new Christian seeing someone at their house, they had a box, a blessing box. Oh, I guess they called it a promise box, and had a card for every day they would pick out, and I'd have a promise of God to them. And they felt so encouraged as a Christian. So, cuando era un nuevo cristiano, yo vi en una casa una señora, una hermana que tenía una caca de las promesas de Dios. En cada día ella sacó una promesa para sentir edificada. And so that's kind of my thinking that well we need to focus on the promises of God. Yo pensaba que necesitamos enfocar en las promesas de Dios. But if you read the scripture here in Saint John, in Saint Juan dice, those who will keep my word and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Now, that's a beautiful promise. Esa es una promesa bonita, que Dios dice que voy a viviente contigo si me mis mandamientos. So that's, I want God to live with me. I want to be a part of that process. But it seems like Jesus is saying, you got to keep the words to do that. So, hay un poco conflicto. There's a little bit of conflict here in mi corazon, in my heart, thinking, thinking about this. How do we do this? How can we do this? Well, as A.K. Jacobs found out, and he suspected all along, that Christians probably really don't follow the Bible completely. Como entendió este autor? que los cristianos no siguen la Biblia completamente. So what is happening, what do we do with commandments of God then? How do we keep what Jesus is saying? ¿Y cómo podemos seguir las palabras de Jesús entonces? Because a lot of times what we do with God's promises or God's commandments, por muchas veces que lo hacemos con los mandamientos de Dios, is we just ignore them. Que no se nota. No, dan importancia a ellos. We just kind of live our Christian life. and go, oh, I'll just hang around other Christians and see how they live, and you know, I'll just kind of do what they do." ¿Verdad? Pensamos que nada más yo voy a estar con los cristianos ver lo que hacen ellos, y yo voy a seguir ellos. So we're not really thinking about what Jesus said or His Word. We're just looking around us and going, "Like, I think I'm okay." I'm kind of out in the middle, you know. I'm not the worst of the sinners here, but I'm not the best Christian either. But, you know, because I'm in the middle, I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I've am I'm i gonna got it made. So estamos pensando, que voy a estar en el medio, estoy mirando a los otros cristianos, y dice, well, yo no know, soy el mejor, pero yo no know, soy el peor, si so yo pienso, yo estoy bien. <laughs> I think Jesus wanted a little bit more than that. Jesús quiso un poquito más de eso. So I don't think we're supposed to just ignore the commandments. Nor are we to pick and choose. Ni tampoco tenemos el derecho de para escoger los mandamientos that we like. Because I think we have the habit of doing that. That's how we tame God in our lives. You know, we just kind of pick those things that we think that should be important to God. And we may not really listen to God's word. Yo pensamos que lo tratamos a Dios así. Que nosotros escogemos lo que nosotros pensamos que es importante, no lo que Dios quiere. So what do we do? ¿Qué hacemos con los mandamientos de Dios? What do we do about the commandments of God? Now, first of all, you must study them in their context. And that's really where your pastor comes along. He's trained in theology. He can do that for you. Necesitamos estudiarlos en el contexto de la Biblia, entiendo la historia de lo que está pasando. Y por eso es el puesto de tu pastor para ayudarles. So looking at that, what did Jesus mean? Que enti cómo se entiende las palabras de Jesús en aquel tiempo que está pasando. So let's just talk a little bit about the two commandments. I so rudely threw on you this morning. So vamos a hablar de los dos mandamientos que yo le dio esta mañana. If your right eye offends you, pluck it out. Si tu ojo derecho se lo ofende, quítenselo. What was happening? ¿Qué está pasando en aquello tiempo? Los fariseos... I'm sorry, now I'm speaking in Spanish first. Sorry. Um, the Pharisees had come up with all of these rules They took what Moses gave them, and they reinterpreted came up with more rules, and so life was becoming so constricted with their traditionalism, and they would spend the Sabbath day watching out for people that were breaking the law. Los fariseos están tan estrictos siguiendo la ley, ellos... Incluyeron más leyes, más tradiciones, y eso so pasando todo el día de descanso mirando otras personas a ver de quién está quebrantando la ley. So instead of looking at God, thinking about God, thinking of His Word, drawing close and loving God, they're only focusing on other people's behavior and not their own. Su enfoque está en las acciones de otras personas. No está enfocando en Dios ni tampoco en sí mismos. So Jesus said, stop looking at others. Think about what you're doing. If you're causing a problem, you pull out your own eye. Stop throwing stones at others. Ustedes fariseos, so that changes the whole context, doesn't it? So we go from this one commandment where we feel like we could never do that. I mean, we'd all be blind by now, right? We would have been blind a very long time ago. But if we understand out of what Jesus was talking about, trying to come against traditionalism, then we understand, well, this is actually very liberating. I'm not to go around looking at your life and trying to inspect you and figure out what you're doing wrong and and start throwing stones at you. Jesus wants me to take care of this guy right here. That's a completely different message. So that's why we have to interpret. That's why Jesus says, you have my word, follow it, and the Holy Spirit's going to come if you're having problems, and he'll teach you what's right. Y por eso, Jesus dijo, usted ya lo sigue en mi, ya tiene mis mandamientos, pero el Espíritu Santo, cuando él viene, él va a decirle lo que significa lo que yo decía. So, thank God, we not only have God's word, we can look back and see what the message of Jesus was we have the Holy Spirit to guide us as well. Amen, amen. The second one I threw out at you. Go, sell everything that you have and give to the poor and follow me. What was happening? What was happening? That young man came to Jesus, vino a este, este joven, a Jesus. How can I inherit eternal life? ¿Cómo puedo yo tener la vida eterna? Jesus started giving commandments. <laughs> Empezó Jesús a dar mandamientos. ¿Qué decía? What did he say? He said, you know, basically don't rob, don't steal, don't go after things of your, of your neighbors, no false witness. So he began... At the bottom of the list. Comenzó Jesús en por abajo de la lista. He was going, you know, because one through four have to deal with our relationship and honor of God. Six through ten of the commandments is all about others, giving respect to others. Los primer cuatro mandamientos de Dios, you know, diez mandamientos son para Dios, nuestro respeto y adoración de Él, Los siguientes seis son para nuestros vecinos. So Jesus started at the bottom. So that tells us something. So the young man said, I've done all of those. I've done all the lower ones. Got it down. I've treated people really, I'm a good person. Have you ever heard anybody ever, 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 ever say that to you? I'm a good person. <laughs> I don't need to go to church. I'm a good person. Yo no a la Iglesia, yo soy un buen persona. Because I treat people fairly, fairly good. Yo trato de hacerlo. So the young man says, I have done that. I am a rule keeper. I follow the law. So he's expecting Jesus to say, well, then me and my father will come and build a house in you. Right? So the joven decía, yo soy alguien que sigue la ley. Yo cumplo la ley. Y él esperaba que Jesús van a decirle, well, pues mi padre y yo vamos a vivir dentro de ti. But Jesus didn't. He said, but there's one thing you're lacking. Pero una cosa, ¿qué te le falta? Uh-oh. <laughs> We're in big trouble. You've forgotten the first four commandments. Se le ha dado los primeros cuatro en honor a los Tú tienes un idol. I'm sorry, you have an idol in your life. Tiene un idol en su vida. Tú un idolatro. You're an idol, idolater. Money is your God. You are not honoring God. You may be treating people okay. But money is at the center focus of your life. You need to give that up. So, Jesús está diciendo: si tú le trates bien a la gente, pero hay una cosa que está en el centro de tu vida: es tu dinero. Necesitamos dejarlo para seguir a Dios. So, again, as we allow the Spirit to interpret that, we begin asking the question: do I have idols in my life? Cuando le permite que el Espíritu Santo interpretar esos versículos para nosotros, hacemos la pregunta, ¿Tenemos ídolos en mi propia vida? It's kind of funny as, as you read the story. This is why you have to read the whole context. The disciples said, well, we've given up everything for you. Well, they were poor fishermen. Big deal. Right? I mean, it's like, woo-woo. Los discípulos Dicieron, nosotros, Jesús, nosotros dejamos todo para seguirte. A ti. Bueno, ellos no tuvieron nada, no tuvieron dinero. <laughs> no tuvieron mucho éxito en la vida. Entonces, so kind of funny, they're saying, yeah, what, what We did what you asked them. You, know, you know, Jesus asked them to leave their families, right? To leave your family. He found what was an idol in their life their fishing business, their family come and follow me and put me first. So as we begin thinking about the commandments of Jesus, so cuando comenzamos de pensar de los mandamientos de Dios, he's really just trying to take those obstacles out of our life. Él está tratando de quitar esos obstáculos de nuestras vidas. He doesn't want us looking at each other and trying to figure out who's, who's being holy and who we should stone. Él no quiere que nosotros estamos... Mirando a los demás, pensando de cómo podemos apedrear, piedras. So you look at yourself. And he's pinpointing those things in your life. And really what he's calling for is not obedience, but allegiance. Lo que Jesús está pidiendo no es obediencia, es oh, is it al- alianza, allegiance. Que lo me siguen a mi fiel. They're my walking dictionary. I never look things up in Google Translate. They'll tell me if I say it wrong. <laughs> uh, um, so Jesus said, you just got to put me first. When the one man came to Jesus and says, what is the greatest commandment? What did Jesus answer? Qual is el mandamiento más grande que todo? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all the heart, wine, and soul of strength. And the second one is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Dijo Jesús, ama a Dios con todo su fuerza, su mente, su corazón. Y la segunda es para amar a su vecino como amas a ti mismo. He says, that's it. You follow me, do those things, let that be your filter, you're going to be fine. So said, me siguen a mí. Lo hacen que ese es el de su vida, que a Dios, demás, siguen a mí, es todo. So we're not looking at a big list today, are we? <laughs> so no estamos buscando una lista. Why? We say Jesus wants us to keep his commandments. It's nothing more than our allegiance following Jesus Christ, letting the filter of the two greatest commandments to be it, and filter everything through those and then we know we're doing the right thing. So, solamente cuando Jesús no está dando a una nueva lista de mandamientos, él está llamando que nosotros lo siguen a él, quien fiel a él. Y siempre estamos pensando de amar a Dios y amar los los vecinos. Eso es todo que él está buscando de nosotros. So, that's it. Thank God that we don't have to be like. Mr. Jacobs had to go through the Bible in five months and write out all the commandments. So, gracias a Dios que no necesito de ver como este autor y escribir todos los mandamientos de la Biblia para tener una lista para seguir. We can just follow the Holy Spirit. Y podemos seguir el Espíritu Santo. We can just think about what would Jesus do. Podemos pensar, ¿qué hacía Jesús if he was here? devotedly follow him and lo más importante quitar los ídolos de nuestra vida and perhaps the most fo- important after following Jesus is to start taking all the idols out of your life, right? don't throw stones at others take the idols out of your life, put God first you fulfilled John 14 ¿verdad? eso es todo, puedes cumplir San Juan 14 so what sounded so hard at the beginning, <laughs> all of a sudden has become something actually very, and I, I call it light, because it's a serious thing to follow Christ. Es muy serio a seguir a Cristo. And that's not easy. <laughs> no es fácil para seguir a Cristo. But I know each and every one of you in this room today, that your heart is there. Su corazón está ahí en esta mañana. Yo quiero seguir. Y esa es la promesa de Jesús. Que yo y mi Padre vamos a vivir adentro de ti. We are going to live among you. Amen.